There are some studies that were done by Eleanor McGuire um, based in London, and she noted that they did have a larger hippocampus, and the hippocampus appears to be important not only in memory, but it's also important in spatial navigation. Um, it turned out that their, their whole hippocampi wasn't as big. It turned out the front of their hippocampus was bigger, but the back was smaller. And the other issue, so that's an interesting finding. That's consistent with the idea that the more you use it, it's like a muscle, right? It might build up with use. But the other question is maybe they were the ones that were able to acquire the knowledge because they had a bigger hippocampus. So you can't do the experiment in the exactly the right way. What you'd want to do is take people with equal volumes, train one, not train the other group, and then look to see if you have expansion. And there, that study hasn't been done. It's a very difficult kind of longitudinal study you would need to do to be able to do that, unfortunately. And then there's also, of course, the aging factor, which is that things always get smaller as you age, unfortunately, in the, as far as the brain is concerned, except your ventricles, which is the space in your brain. <laughs> Those seem to get a little bigger. So. Did the sulci have functionality, or was it just a anatomical? I'm going to show you a closer picture. The sulci just refer to the invagination, so it's not a structure. It's just that the, the, the cortex basically folds in and back out, but I'll show you a, a better picture of that. So the parietal lobe, I said, didn't have three lobes, but it does have, you can refer to the inferior parietal lobe as as compared to the superior parietal lobe. There's still that general structure about what's on the bottom and what's on the top. And then if you look at the inside of the brain, so now this is a medial view, taken off half of, you're taking off, let's say, the this is the left hemisphere is gone, so you have the right hemisphere. This is also the parietal lobe, actually, and the frontal lobe. All of these lobes actually dive into the center of the brain, so they extend. They don't just end at the top of the brain. Um, and these are, this is the inferior parietal lobe and the superior parietal lobe on the medial view. And then you have the structure in green, which is also a structure that you'll hear about a lot. And this is the cingulate cortex. So this is, uh, it basically runs on top of and all along the um, corpus callosum. So the, this gyrus, it's a cingulate, cingulate gyrus, you can call it, cingulate cortex or gyrus. You can use those interchangeably sometimes. Um, and it's particular part of the cingulate cortex you'll hear about is the anterior cingulate. And so you know where that is now, right? You know it's going to be in the front. And that's in contrast to the posterior or the mid-cingulate. And the anterior cingulate is very important in detecting conflict, uh, cognitive conflict or emotional conflict. And we'll talk a little bit about that, hopefully, if there's time. You'll definitely hear about that in some of the talks.